Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. 25 minutes to the top of the hour. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it. I, I, I became a father incredibly young. Incredibly, incredibly young. I, I was about 20 years old. I was in the second year of university. Um, and it was perhaps the most bewildering time of my life. I don't recall that I had any sense of what was going on. Um, and the first couple of years of fatherhood uh, then were perhaps the most excruciating years of my life for a number of reasons. Uh, one, I was far from ready. Two, I didn't necessarily have a community of support around me. Three, I didn't know many other fathers my age I could relate to and have conversations about these things as, as well. Um, and perhaps four, just being an unemployed father, um, at the time, given that I was a student, um, I guess I had part-time employment, which didn't, you know, mean much. Um, being a, a I, perhaps, perhaps let me say, being a financially precarious father at the time made fatherhood all the more difficult. Um, when those conditions changed, fatherhood became an incredibly beautiful experience for me. Um, it, 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 it meant that I, for a moment could stop living in my head of worry and settle into the more substantive questions about fatherhood. That is to say, what is my parenting philosophy? What are the principles I'd like to uh, teach and bestow within my child? And how? what does that mean about how I lead out my life? And the more meaningful stuff that, that comes with relationships, friendships, parenthood, community, um, and all the sort. But the one thing that became significantly different in, 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 in my ability to, to cope with uh, parenthood was just as I grew up and um, as I got older, just having an increasingly growing community of support. That is to say other fathers who I could have conversations with, or just other parents. It doesn't necessarily only have to be men who I could speak about the difficulties of uh, parenting and fatherhood with. I think uh, parenting uh, can be a you know, a crush, a, cr a shared across the genders type of conversation. Um, but there's an interesting link between mental health in, within men who are fathers and how they carry out fatherhood and parenting. Um, and what is, what is that relationship generally and how does it play itself out? And can it, does it play itself out in ways that are harmful to the parenting experience and to the child that is being, or children that are being parented? Uh, and are men aware of these things? Are men cognizant of it? And do men take out the time to learn and unlearn these things and perhaps seek help and healing? Those are some of the questions I have this evening. Joining me for this conversation is Nkosinati uh, Sikabai, who is the uh, Fathers Matter Project Community Mobilization Lead uh, at Hardlines. Nkosinati, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. Evening, evening, Oliver. Great, great to be with you tonight. Uh, let, yeah, let's start yeah. here, man. Mental health is men barely speak about it. And when they do it, <laughs> they often don't speak <laughs> about it within the context where the honesty is required. That is to say, don't divorce mm, your, mm. Your, your mental health uh, from social conditions mm. such as patriarchy. Right. And so you have yeah. a really superficial conversation about mental health um, without mm. acknowledging that you may be a contributing factor to many other things that relate to it. 
But so when it comes to fatherhood and mental health, is that a thing men even acknowledge or do you just swallow it up and then just keep going? You know, and it's interesting that uh, you're from Heartline. So now you, we'll talk about that one <laughs> Heartlines episode in the Heartline series more than a decade ago, which was the, mm-hmm. which was the father who lost his job and couldn't tell his yes, family. Yes. And then every day he used to yes. go hide out at the hostel waiting to jump on the back of a bucky to exactly. go get an art painting. Yeah. Job. It was one of those episodes that really resonated with the country uh, in meaningful mm. ways. And perhaps let's use that as the backdrop to ask the question about mental health and and, and, and fatherhood. Where are mm. we getting it wrong? Look, I think the, the thank you so much for the opportunity, first of all. I, I, I think, Oliver, the challenge is that, you know, when you are going to 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 drive a car, you get a driver's license and you are taught how to drive and all of that. And, um, and 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 for any other thing for that matter you go if you want to be a doctor you go for you know you go and study and to be a doctor but one aspect that we don't study for is is this aspect of parenting yeah and and it goes for both men and women and in the context of our culture you would have for instance when a woman um, gives birth you'd find mm-hmm. you know the mother of your wife, you know, or you know, your mother-in-law, or any other person coming to support and 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 provide that kind of cushion to a point where your wife is able to take care of the child. But the reality is that that does not happen with men, and um, and I think it starts there, and and it 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 can be a very stressful um, time for men. First of all, to to be able to come to terms with the fact that now I am a father and I have a responsibility towards a whole human being, and um, and and secondly, if you are in a position, I think like you've you've articulated in your own situation, where you are you don't have means to provide, it even increases the the <clears throat> the depression levels and increases the anxiety. Because there is a thinking in society that if you don't provide, then you're, a fa- you're not a father. If, yeah. if, if a man cannot provide, then it cannot be, you know, a father. Um, and I think we believe that as men, but also generally society has embraced that. So you'll find that fathers then are, are finding themselves in very difficult, difficult times and difficult situations. And added to that pressure is the fact that we don't talk about things as men. Just as to you pause mentioned. you there, Uncle Snati, is it, is it, is it society <laughs> doing that to men or is it men doing that to themselves? This idea <laughs> <To> themselves. <laughs> of, of reducing yourself to merely but your ability to provide ATM. materially, right? Yes. If you can't do it, you're not yeah. a real father. If you can't do it, you're not a real man or another real husband. Uh, it's like, yeah. okay, but maybe you have a child whose mom is completely capable of materially providing <laughs> and you can do exactly. all the other stuff, right? You can be with the yes. child. You can be the homemaker and the caregiver and mm. uh, bath and feed the child and sit and do homework with the child. You can do all of those things that fatherhood is not merely mm. about bringing back uh, the about bacon, that. so to speak, right? Is it is it society doing that or is it men doing uh, Because I feel like if, if it's men doing that to ourselves, we can just stop doing that yeah. and then half the problem goes away. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's why I think even the, the, the project itself is called Fathers Matter. Because what we want to communicate to fathers is that fathers, you matter. We start with men. We speak to men that I matter, I'm important, I'm significant. There is a role that I can play. And that role goes beyond financial provision. I'm not an ATM. 
So we start with men. But then in our research, we discovered that the other side of the coin is is also from general society. Um, if, if society believes that in order for you to be a father, you must be a provider. And there are statements that we discovered as yeah. we're doing the research that, that we're saying, you know, if, if you cannot provide, you cannot be a father. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? So it's, it's coming from both. But I think if you can win the battle of making men to believe and understand that fathering goes beyond just provision. Fathering is about you uh, being present, being active in the life of your child. And I think you you did very well when you're saying, you know, you got to a point where you were you were figuring out as to, you know, what what philosophy do I want to apply as I am now fathering? Yeah, yeah. So your line's just cutting there, Uncle Snatter. I'm going to see if we can get you in a more stable line. But I'm taking your reactions as you're listening to this. Give me a call, 086-000-2032. I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. 0614-104-107. If you're a parent and you're listening to this conversation and you find it particularly fascinating and interesting and important and perhaps want to inscribe your own experience into it, please, by all means, give us a call. Do so. Again, 086-000-2032. Gosnati, do we have you there? Is the line more stable? Night Talk. Monday to Thursdays, 10 to midnight. Give me a call. I'm taking your reaction. 086-000-2032-086-000-2032. If you're a parent listening to this conversation right now, I'm in conversation with Kosinati Sikabai, who is the uh, community uh, mobilization lead at Fathers Matters Project uh, at Heartlines. Kosinati, perhaps then to circle back to where we had lost you just before we went to the break there. Yes, sorry for that. In, 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 and perhaps, you know, you, you said something very interesting. When, when a woman is about to give birth, there, it is, especially within our culture, there's an immediate circle of support around her. Mother comes or mother-in-law, aunt, whoever comes, and they, they one, they provide the necessary support, the physical support, that is. But that comes along with advice and it comes along with guidance and all of those sorts of things. Um, the same is not quite there for men, right? Um, you, you know, we don't quite do that. How do we change that picture, firstly? Look, I think part of it, part of it, we 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 battling majority of men, and not all, actually not only men, but majority of South Africans. Uh, they say over sixty five percent of South Africans um, do not have their biological father present in their homes, which is a very serious crisis on its own. And um, and so added to that, then you are dealing with your own father wounds, what we call father wounds. But then you have to come to terms with the fact that now I'm a father, I have to take responsibility. And that's why we really are encouraging men to create what we call connect groups. Let's let's have, call it support group, call it whatever. But let's get together as men and let's, when in our social circles, let's talk about how, how do we, how do we talk? How do I speak to my friends? to my colleagues and saying, hey guys, you know, I have a teenager at home, I'm battling with this. 
hey guys, you know, I want to support my wife. How do I change nappies? But these these are things that as men we don't talk about. And uh, they say when men get together, they will talk about parades and cheese and and <laughs> sundowns and everything. Yeah. But we don't get to talk about the issues that really impact on us. Yeah. And so I bottle it and I get stressed and I and I get depressed because there's no one to to you know to let out. So those content groups are crucial. Yeah. But uh, sometimes our friends and our peers don't always have the answers. It may be a good place That's to vent, point. right? But it, it may be a good place. I can come with you, Uncle Snanti, we can chill and have a few drinks and I can vent to you about the tribulations yeah. of fatherhood. But it doesn't necessarily mean you will have the answers. Sometimes and I need to go speak true. to a professional, right? Um, yep. And even making that leap to speak to a professional is is, is something true. men are very reluctant to make. Um, how then I guess the question is, how do you convince men that perhaps they need to sort out their own mental well-being uh, before yes. they can, you know, uh, really take care of the mental well-being of another human being, a child that is born and is entirely attached to them? <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's the whole issue we are trying to say to, to, to people. It is crucial you are well as a father because your wellness um, will will also help the wellness of your child and your 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 spouse because it's important. Part of what we 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 we're saying is that if I am well and I provide support to to my spouse, then my child has more capacity and capability to be a healthier child for the well-being of the child. And I think. Um, once we deal with that, we we then are in a better place. We've created a a a, 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 a even a, a platform for WhatsApp. I will I will give that number later yeah. on where we're saying you really go and 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 speak to someone if you don't have a, you know anyone to advise you and you can just interact with this WhatsApp platform and it will give you the the, the exactly what what around it. Yeah, the age of your child. Yeah, um, forming a community is 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 that crucially important. And I think what you guys yeah. are doing is 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 really 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 beautiful. Creating a safe space for these conversations mm-hmm. to, to to happen. But once these conversations do happen, how do we ensure mm-hmm. they happen honestly and sincerely? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other thing. It it needs to be genuine. Um, and and unfortunately, part of the challenge that we have, I need to protect my ego. You know, mm. I mean, I need, I need to, I, I cannot show the weakness. But but what is wrong with me saying, hey guys, you know what, my my daughter asked me this question and I couldn't answer it. Um, hey guys, I'm you know I'm battling with this aspect of my of of my fathering. I'm battling with anger issues. Let me make an example. I'm battling with anger issues, and I don't like the way I'm handling the discipline of my children. These are the issues that are serious, but we honestly don't get give ourselves grace to really talk about these issues because I I don't want to be judged mm. by my colleagues or by my friends. And um, and therefore, you know, but sometimes we also give each other wrong advice. Mm. That's, that's the other issue. We also give each other wrong advice. And so because the children are not the same. So mm. I cannot I, I cannot take my children as your children. I can take the advice 
But the reality is that I need to also be able to to understand each of each of my kids and treat them the way and raise them the way that, you know that is relevant for them. Mm. You know? mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's also a big deal, right? Um, Cross-generational differences in parenthood and fatherhood may also start playing itself out, right? Um, yeah. You know, I don't have the same worldview as my father, and certainly not my grandfather. Yeah, and that's so true. how do you how do you how do you create a space where you're able to listen to alternative views, alternative advice? But also, you know, keep your own principles intact and say to yourself, look, I hear the advice, but I want to create a space where I can decide to do something differently or see the world in a different way. For instance, such as how do I discipline my uh, rebellious teenager? You know, one father may say, well, sp- if you spare the rod, you lose the child. Or uh, I forgot the exact wording of the biblical verse there. And you may yeah. not think yeah. that using force and violence and, and, and hitting uh, your child as a means of disciplining them is a yeah, fair and legitimate so way and, and, and in that mm-hmm. contestation of principles and ideas how do you remain steadfast I, th- I think it's, it's important uh, to do what works for you um, I, as I'm saying that obviously the connect groups we, we've developed some material just as guidelines there are things that are general that you could find online on, the, on, 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 our, on our website um, org. ZA, you can you can find some tips for dads, for instance. We've got like tips for dads. We've got some videos and things like that that can be helpful. Mm. But I think what what we're saying, what is generally accepted, most, and and that WhatsApp platform as well will also help you with just some of the tips. Uh, if you go to that WhatsApp, you sign in, and it, it interacts with you based on the age of your child. Mm, um, mm. So if into if you have a teenager, if you have a toddler, it gives us the tips and advices. But then the decision really lies with you in how do you, as you as you were saying earlier on, what is your philosophy as a father? What is it that you want to instill to your children? Mm, um, mm. Whether based on how you were raised, or based on your faith, or based on whatever that con- your conviction in terms of how you want to see your children grow. Yeah. Give me a call, 086-000-2032. And send me a WhatsApp voice note on 614 